0: You are listening to the Bondzilla Podcast, and this week, the news. Tape recording is for United World News, Chicago, USA. Well, here's your headline. I want full newspaper coverage, magazine stories, books, films. I want us on the air 24 hours a day. This is our moment.
1: Hey, Bonzilla News episode is back. Yeah. Where, you know, and and the phrase happens, and tomorrow like dies sometimes, and hey, idiot, it's Gojira. You moron. <laughs> that's the <laughs> that's the phrase, right? I <laughs> I, I I realized um, how I was like uh, looking at just all the episodes we've been doing in the past couple months, and, and realized like it had been so no 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 what it was is. I've been doing a lot of organizing and organizing on the computer and everything and going through files and such. And then I was like, hey, it's been a very long time since I've used the news thumbnail on a a podcast episode. Yeah, because we've we've
0: kind of just started, we kind of went back, like once quarantine started, um, we went back to just kind of integrating the news into kind of the mainline episodes. Mostly because it was... You know, we had kind of minor updates here and there, and a lot of times it would just kind of coincide more so with a deep dive than anything else. So we would just kind of shoot the, you know, shoot the breeze about it at the beginning of a of a deep dive episode.
1: Uh huh. What?
0: No, I just went out briefly.
1: It sounds like you got lower for a second. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. No. Speak up. Hello. Yeah.
0: No, it's like, Yeah, because it looks like it's on here. It's yeah. not like loud.
1: Well, it's get it's getting you.
0: All right. I'm just making sure I don't. Don't want to. There we go. I, yeah. Oh, I think oh. it's like a headphone
1: thing. M- maybe.
0: Yeah. Well, see now. Now it's back up to normal.
1: Well, you just got a little behind the scenes taste of what it's like. Yeah, because you
0: don't edit the shit out anymore.
1: No. No, I don't. Like, why? The world's given up. Why shouldn't I? Jesus. <laughs> Dude. Like. Um. Yeah. So the reason we're doing this episode is literally because there's an extra week. Yeah. Uh, this month, so you're gonna get a news and also just hear us shoot the shit a, l- a little bit we'll, too. We'll just kind of For instance, here's a here's an unnecessary conversation. I notice that you still call it quarantine. I find that you're in that I find there's a like, you know, this minor subschism of people of what they actually call it now.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true. I but, ju- I guess it's because like I still haven't returned to work yeah because i i very I've, i mean i don't want to get into deep, but i've thought a lot about like what i am comfortable and not comfortable with right now with like everything going on
1: <laughs> okay sure
0: but it's just you know it's just like at this point it's is a it's, funny way of putting it yeah it's just at, at this point it's
1: like oh oh you mean like what what you're comfortable with doing yes uh, okay go, right yeah right yeah right, right, right.
0: well it's just because like I'm at a point where I really still haven't left the house much Mm -hmm. other than to go shopping and for walks. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, I've gone to to save some money on delivery. I've gone to pick up food every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Um, But it really is kind of like quarantine is just still in my head just because I'm, you know, again, I'm someone who hasn't been back to work yet. Well, because the, but
1: I mean, I, I haven't. And so it's like, well, yeah, but you mean this is, this is work. This is, this is your job I mean, now. Is, yeah, I mean, I don't, you know... You're getting paid in listens by Cool Dude. You think... Do, does do his... Like, it, would
0: Cool Dude be the only subscriber to our Patreon if we got a Patreon?
1: He would probably help us get... But he'd probably want some of that sweet Patreon cash, too. Like, he'd probably want a piece of it. I was going to say he's going to help us get more people on the Patreon. But I know... I know... If I know Cool Dude, and I do he's a greedy bastard <laughs> you know trying to trying to get you. and we see you cool dude we see you you know we we like you you're you're a cool dude but guess what you're, you're crossing some boundaries you're uh you're you're getting a little too uh a little too comfortable with your status as our number one fan yeah I mean it's it's officially official. Yeah. <laughs> like we've uh, you know
0: one of my proudest moments was when when cool dude pronounced that he had bought the bond set right. to to watch along. And then
1: from then on he was um christened um our number one fan yeah. I suppose. But I do I anyway going back to it I do find it interesting that you call it quarantine because like there's quarantine then there's like I guess there's like stay at home. Then there's like social distance. Yeah. And then there's just kind of like you're just at home. It's just funny the quarantine thing, because right. it's like that's definitely not the case. No, not
0: any yeah, you're you're completely right. It's just it is like kind of an it got outdated yeah. like
1: by June for most places. Real quick, I, I do wanna go back. Except
0: people who are who do actually contract COVID are suggested to actually legitimately quarantine too. So yeah. that's like kind of a where, strong suggestion. Yes.
1: I would say they're told. Yeah, I mean, if you get it, I I, I don't think it's like you're suggesting. Well, I mean,
0: like the thing is, is like technically speaking, those people could be a major assholes and not care. Yeah, you know, if if they're not really sick, which some. Of them well, don't. but it,
1: I I suppose, but like I mean, how often? I think that's the issue. Is right. like you can probably not be sick, by the time, for instance, um, you know, it, uh, my my girlfriend, she went to go uh get get a COVID test for no reason particular. She she was out for a while and then she was like at a doctor's appointment and then she was just able to push sure, yeah. push the doctor to get one because, you know, she was out working at a time and it was kind of like, well, you know, you might as well cuz you never know even if you never yeah. if you're if you're not sick. You're, yeah. you're exactly right. Um but then like, you know, you go and then you get it and then it's like 2 weeks later and then it's like you, you know, you don't hear back and then you're like, oh, well I guess I've infected everybody. Yeah. If I didn't know, though, apparently, and I've been told this several times because I got one too, um, is that you know if, if you did have it, they probably would tell you, right? Like it's probably going to be they, 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 they... prioritize. My my understanding is that they prioritize like the people that do have it, like which it, are, which they, makes sense, yeah. yeah. Which is kind of fu- which is kind of uh, like because Im- Im- imagine you have it and then or you don't have it. Well, regardless, you think you have it mm-hmm. and then you don't have it, right? Like, the results are in. Right? Yeah. You sound confused. Right. Like, you, you think you have it, you don't have it. Yeah. Like, and then you on trying the to- doctor's side. But then they're like, oh, they don't have it, so no need to call them. Meanwhile, you're at home, and you're like, ah! <laughs> oh, I get it what you're saying. Yeah. That, that's, that's I thought you were
0: right. just, like, just general, like, you thought you had it, and then you don't. And then you're trying to figure out, well, why do I, well, then do I just have, like, a regular flu then? Yeah. Like, what's going on?
1: Yeah. Well, you never know. But um, why did I bring that up? Um, Sick, quarantine, because some people... Why did I bring this up?
0: Well, you said, like, just other topics, and then you just said, because I called it quarantine. Yeah. And then you're like it's interesting that some people still call it quarantine and there's other names for it. Yeah. And then
1: it's just interesting to hear it called quarantine cuz that's not the what case. It,
0: yeah, it really isn't. I just it's just it's kind of habit at this point, like yeah. quite honestly.
1: Oh, what I did want to do is go back real quick speaking of the real world is because I've been thinking about this uh, recently. What's On MTV. You keep you look distracted.
0: No, I'm fine. What? No, I was thinking of a joke and then Oh, <laughs> I was going to say the real world on MTV, on MTV. And I was trying to see if I could do more with it. No. And see, then, that's
1: where you get in trouble. Like, you, you got... You, you got, got to say it. Yeah, just streamline it. Streamline the joke. Um, But it, it, it did get me thinking, because I was looking back on everything we've done over the past four months, and just thinking about... And you saying quarantine. Just thinking about that, going all the way back to March, versus now. Mm-hmm. And just kind of... Like, just that whole experience. Because basically... Like in March, it was crazy.
0: Well, it just happened so quickly. Right. It was like legitimately like, you know, I guess go back to that day where like, you know, all the sports started shutting down and then like the, 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 you know, theme parks, like everything started closing. Like, and it was like very fast. It happened like right at the end of March within like three days. It was like when things kind of, you know, because it, you know, gradually it became like this, the, oh, this like coronavirus, this right. COVID thing. And then, you know, then it's like really felt like it was like right on the front step.
1: Well, I, I often think all the way back till like. I, I've been thinking recently, like, there will come a time when I'm older mm-hmm. and maybe I have a wee lad or a wee lass. <laughs> maybe both. Who yeah. knows? Maybe they're conjoined. Maybe I have. Uh,
0: yeah, that would be interesting.
1: <laughs> they have like a Zack and Wheezy thing going mm-hmm. on. Could a Dragon Tail I mean, fans. there's also
0: a, just with everything that's happened, you could also have an alien kid too.
1: You could. They're Because they're coming now, right? They're, I they're, mean,
0: they're, like, within the next five months. Yeah. The, um, the, the, the Xians are, are, are yeah, happening. The Zillions. <laughs> the Zillion.
1: That's <laughs> all we need. Right. The,
0: would you, which, I mean, would you rather have the cockroach people, the ape people, or the Planet X aliens?
1: Oh, well, all of them, like the Zillions? Like, I would rather have the Zillions, because at least, like... I would have some rationale to understand like, oh, those guys are no good. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, given how our current social climate is, you know, there would be opinions all over the map about how to deal with them. Exactly. I don't exactly. know if I could deal with like cockroach people who are pretending to be people. Like, I, I, like, listen, we already don't know who, we're in the middle of a pandemic where you don't well, know who has what. Now you got to worry about like, that person may either have COVID or... Or they may be a cockroach person. Well, remember
0: the the Xians, their the a- Zilians. Their original plan was to give us the cure for everything. Right. So that's how they get to us. Yeah, is they- that they come down and they present the cure for COVID? Genius. And and then they're in. That's yeah. it. Yeah.
1: I mean, and they would we take it? No, we would. Yeah. Oh come on. Yeah. Come on. It's like I can't deal with these cutouts at baseball games giving. Give us the cure.
0: See, oh, this is we disagreed on this. I'd want to be a cutout of the baseball yeah, game. Yeah,
1: I, I think it's weird. I, like I mean,
0: it. listen, I all it's all trying too hard, but I, I appreciate that the, at least the cutouts there is some fun to My be had. My
1: favorite is if you look at some cutouts, is some cutouts, and this is definitely like they just got some interns or whatever, and they're like, listen, no, you're not working. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a pandemic. Just yeah, take this job. And you can see the ones that were into it because they're like, there's some that are very immaculately cut Cut, out. And then there's like one where it's a kid in the background and like the edges are all Mm -hmm. over the place. um, But anyway, but going back real quick, it's just funny because that happened. And I've been thinking recently, like in the future, I will have to tell the tale of what it was like. Have you thought about that? Like eventually, sometime in the future, like. You will not only reminisce on it, but you'll have to explain to somebody who wasn't there, yeah, like what it was. And I and I don't want to make it seem because, in all fairness, I, I'm of the big opinion that all things considered, there are very there are much worse things to live through, um, especially now that we're four months into this. Yeah. Um, but it is one of those things where like you just think of like that weirdly slow ramp up mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. Like all the way back until like you you, you know there are even murmurings about like oh, there's, like, this, like, kind of, like, weird, like, virus thing in, like, China. And that was all the way in, like, December last year. Mm-hmm. And then in January, it was kind of like, oh, man, that's a real problem over there. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then as you get into February, oh, wow, it's uh, it, it, it's in Europe. That's, that's no good. But, hey, you know, just wash your hands, mind your P's and Q's, and then March rolls around. And then you're like, ooh, seems like it's at our front door. And then all of a sudden, it's like... I don't think I'm going to work tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it really was because also
0: I think just from, you know, and it's like I think now I pay more attention. I You know, it's just you pay more attention to news as you get older than even back then. But, like, even as, like, when I was younger, to an extent, it was like you would hear about, like, H1N1, swine flu, and right, bird right. flu. And it would always be like, okay, well, there could be this thing, and then it turns out to be kind of more – On the flu side of things, and so they're like able to kind of handle it more. It's just like you kind of think about it, where it's just like, oh, yeah, well, we've had these kind of new virus things, and then they kind of come and go. And then this one just was of a whole different level, right? And and again, like nobody was really prepared for it. We
1: were so desensitized, even like a couple years earlier, like fairly recently, it's like, oh, there's an Ebola outbreak. But then you know they tell you that and it sounds scary, but you know Ebola is kind of like not as easily transmissible and things like that. Like it's it's bad, but it's not like you know world-ending bad Mm -hmm. and things like that. So you're almost desensitized to that. Yeah. But definitely. Um, but what? Yeah. So and then it's funny. And then at the at the same token, you have so many people who are all over the map. Like you have some people who are like, it's going to be really serious, and then you have some other people being like. It's not going to be serious. And, you know, and everybody was doing that to a certain degree. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was like, but there was a time period, Nick. I had to think about this the other day where we didn't even know if we were going to be able to wipe our butts. Like, oh, right. With the, with the toilet right, paper. No, exactly. I thought it
0: was like a, oh, like you can transmit it by like touching oh, your no, butt no, no, or something. No,
1: no, no. I, I don't think that was like ever.
0: the, yeah. Because the toilet paper thing, like it seems so long ago and it was funny because like, I remember like, yeah, you know, I watch I watch Twitch occasionally, mm-hmm. and they had like you know Charmin had like the ads where it's like we're working hard to make sure you get your toilet paper, and they were still playing those ads into like June, right. and I was like, we definitely have plenty of toilet paper now. Like that is the least of our concerns at this point. Right, I I right. can go to Target
1: and grab some some TP, as they say in the biz. Well, it, it, I was just the reason I think about that was because. That was, it was just so weird, and there there was like that attitude of like, all right, we gotta like stock up. I mean, it, like, we- and that's what and the reason this is why I'm because that was when it was like, oh, this is like a real like quarantine, like we we have to quarantine, yeah and and now, like again, I want to say this, I want to be very upfront, like I'm taking this seriously, you're taking this seriously. Everybody should take it seriously um but there is a sense of this began with oh my god stock up who knows what could happen till it, to now 4 months later where my feeling about it is like well this is kind of annoying <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, it, 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 it's so it's, it's so like, bizarre, right? And it has come to like everybody like stay in where it's like now it's everybody's like well as long as we're all wearing masks, right? And, and you know, you know, if we're all being smart, but then like, also
1: it's... stay in. Well, I mean, it <laughs> depending is depending
0: on what commercial you watch. I mean, it is kind of like it's all up in the air. Right. Like I'm kind of you know, lean towards it's like you know it's just it's more so like if everybody, if like in a perfect world if everybody's masking mm-hmm. it's probably fine, but we also live in not a perfect world. So there's only, only like certain places where you're going to be guaranteed to see masks at this point, you know, type of thing. So I uh, just think it's funny that like, but again, it's, but it is, it's just kind of like now it's
1: just more so, but I've gotten
0: pretty used to wearing a mask. Like I'm definitely down
1: oh, with it. I mean, it's not even the mask thing. I just think it's funny that my general attitude, because yeah. there, there was a sense of like real stress when this first started. And now there's some stress just because of just other Things you have to deal with, but now it's more of just kind of like waiting in line. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's just like waiting in line to get in the target, and yeah. it like always looks long, and then it moves pretty quickly because you know people are shopping and stuff. Like you, like that. you've been, you've been to. Well, I mean,
0: I, I've been training for this my whole life because right. as a big theme park person, like a, a line does not daunt me
1: at all. Right. Um. You know. Well, actually, and this will maybe we'll talk. I was going to save this for the end, but he will be able to segue into this fairly easily mm-hmm. going forward. But um, you've been to the movies, yes? With me, we've we've been to the movies yeah. together. You know how I get when I feel like I'm about to be late for a movie. Yeah, get very irritated. Yes, get very stressed. Mm-hmm. And because you, you, my I mean, mood is shot, like I almost like, am I even going to enjoy the movie now because I've been rushing to go? How you
0: rush, it? and it's like you know, y- y- like you know, you. You know, like, you and I have the true moviegoer experience where we want to see the previews. Like, we want to see, like, we want to be in the crowd and see, like, the trailers and kind of, like, give each other looks at, like, bad trailers and stuff. Right, right. And And so that's, like, a part of it, but then it's also, like, you know, because there's always, like, oh, like, well, you have the trailers. I want to see
1: if they put the popcorn guy back into the thing. It's never going to (sighs) happen. Come on. Especially now. Yeah. Which we'll get to. But, and then, so, you, you see me that way. So... March was like me being late to a movie. Mm-hmm. Super stressed, didn't know what was going to happen, didn't know how it was going to pan out. We're in July, now it's more just sitting through a bad movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah. It, yeah. It,
1: it, it's like it's it's like sitting through a DCEU movie. <laughs> right, it's like the, we always yeah, have to yeah, get yeah, our, it's, our it's dig a, it. dig it. it's it's the
0: like, diff- it. difference between being like late for like Pirates 2. Right. And then, and
1: now it's more like sitting through Pirates 5. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're just at this point, is because, because you know what you have to do. There's a sense to it where you kind of know it's exactly like sitting through Pirates 5 because. You you know the tricks, you know all the players involved, you know probably what's going to happen, and and you, all you want it to do is end. And yes, every now and then there's a music cue that you like, and okay, like, all right, Johnny Depp still has the magic, that line reading was kind of funny, and oh, that's like a clever little idea that they put in there, but all around, it's just bad, like, and, and, right. then, and then you just have to wait it out, and you never know when it's going to end. <laughs> right. And <laughs> Feels it, like it goes on
0: forever. Yeah. Oh and then God. eventually, you just worry about the second wave, which is Pirates Six,
1: right? <laughs> which again is one of those things. Is like, is Pirates Six coming? Is it not? Who knows? Like, <laughs> has it, Pirates it, has Pirates Five actually ever ended? Right. It, it's like it, it is very much. It is very much like like the Pirates franchise in that way. Um, but segueing into something that is actually so, I hope everybody enjoyed our kind of peek into just our mentality through this. Um, for the these four months uh you know just yeah. again hey listen if you're listening then you're listening and there's nothing you can do about it yeah. except maybe press pause but uh segueing into theaters going to the movies there was something uh in our which we don't have a a, a jingle for but we should have had a jingle for like
0: theater updates well yeah because what's it, happening if we were if we we're talking about like retelling the story of, right of covid it's like Again, just go back to our whole.
1: We were so young. Uh, discussion
0: then. on like no time to die, which is you know everything about that was like oh this is like shocking and like oh is it because there's like a, a virus outbreak in the movie and then you know
1: and then the rest of 2020. So we far has like and I don't know about you, but it, it went from okay, you know what October. Even though I don't know how I'll feel by then um even though i don't know how I'll, I'll feel by then but you know that's that's a fair time i think yeah. for movies to come out now it's like will i ever go to a theater again <laughs> i don't know how you're feeling about it but and it's not even me personally it's just like like i mean it's like like I, just completely uh, resigning the fact that like like going to a theater is like not even in my reality at this point it's just i i think it's an, I mean i
0: I'm I'm of the opinion I guess again it's like one of the things where it's I guess there's the two sides of it, it's the COVID side of it and the business side of it Mm -hmm. because on the one hand again like with with the COVID side of it it's been fairly fascinating just because when you look at the whole reopening structure like obviously not much of it has gone well Mm -hmm. in any regard but it's also like to see like what in terms of how things have been open and how they function as being opened because like, obviously it's like, like the comparable thing. Cause obviously as a theme park guy, I've been watching the like Orlando theme parks reopening very closely. And one of the things that has been, I've noticed like one so far, surprisingly like smooth for like the month that universal has been open in the two weeks that Disney has been open, really not like many huge issues happening there. At least I think they can trace. But the one thing I have noticed is that, like within that first week, it's just like how much they've tightened up, even the tight, um, you know, safety stuff that they've had, where it's like, you know, when they first, when Disney first opened and Universal first opened, they were having like, oh, you can like eat and you can only have your mask off if you're eating and walking, you yeah. know, that's like the only time you can have your mask off. Whereas now it's like, they've changed it where it's like, okay, well, you have to be standing still. Or, or at a table. You have to be, like, in a still place, social distance to, like, eat and take your mask off. And I feel like the theater thing was, like, the same thing. Because when the first, like, announcements were happening about it, it was like, oh, well, yeah, you can take your mask off and you can, like, you know, or, or like, you have to keep your mask on in the theater, blah, 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 blah. You know, and they were going to do, like, the food thing. Now it's like if a theater reopens, it's like you can't do food. Well, like, you, you just can't. Well,
1: let, let's, let's even go further back. I mean, there was the whole hoopla about them not even right requiring the mass at at first right and and it was
0: gonna be you know and it's like like it is gonna like if you do it like you're gonna have to like you know block off certain seats and certain sections and stuff like that like it's like there's a lot lot more effort than i think it is just reopening which i think was what people thought was going to happen it's just like oh we can just kind of reopen kind of push tables apart like all like just like, just say like three seats Whereas like now it's like if a theater is gonna like actually reopen in like November, like you have to do the thing where like you're actually like literally putting like covers on seats so people can't sit next to each other. Like that's what's. going Oh yeah, to have to happen. you
1: definitely have to. I mean,
0: I just think it's just like there's gonna be and like if those steps are taken, it's just like you know it's just up to the individual person.
1: Well, like, we'll we'll get to like some more of the specifics about how we feel about it, but I, I guess we should like explain what we're talking about is that the most recent news is that um AMC the theater chain mm-hmm. made a, has made a deal with Universal because again I'm young enough or old enough rather to remember when Universal was making a power play with uh with theaters mm-hmm. right because it was Universal who yeah. was doing it right where they were like oh yeah we'll just release our movie because they had released like what was it? Trolls yes. World Tour and like the the hunt or yeah or they they it, released uh, some they, the- they
0: they had been among the bigger ones in terms of putting their movies on VOD. Right.
1: So they were threat not threatening but they were like oh uh, openly out again this new age of social media and online is super fascinating because yeah. like it, it, we're kind of like and I'm of the opinion I don't think this is healthy for us I think this is actually a, a net negative is that it kind of uh, forces dirty laundry to be aired out like like basically what I'm talking about is I think it just got out there yeah. that like Universal is like oh yeah we it's like we're we're considering just putting our movies out on VOD and it was out there and then AMC makes like a statement that retaliated to that and yeah. it's like can not you guys just Go in the background and figure it out. So basically, what they did is ultimately there's a deal, and I'm uh, a little hazy on the details of it. But ultimately, is that they're shortening the theatrical window. Yeah. To from I don't know how long it was, but now it's like only like a little over two weeks, like seventeen days. Right, Um, and and
0: I think it's like it's one of those things where it's like it's still flexible. mm -hmm. Like it's not as if like everything. Like, the only thing is, like, there's, like, a guarantee for those, like, two to three weeks of the theatrical window. It's not as if, like, if they release a movie, they can't extend it out if they're going to make money on it. But it does give them the opportunity to basically shorten the window for it to be on demand. Which is essentially, like, the big part of the news.
1: And, And the other piece of news that we can talk about in tandem to this is... Always, of course, when, it, when you're talking about theaters and you're talking about movies coming up, you can't have this conversation without talking about our friend Christopher Nolan. Who, uh, of course, is a big fan of Honor, Majesty, Secret Service. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, but, um, yes. Yeah, so the, the news that came out recently with that was um, that they are, um, and I think this is a little bit more tentative, is that they, um, or tenant? Oh, is that um they're considering uh selectively releasing it uh, worldwide, depending, you know depending right, on areas where they deem it safe. basically
0: the plan would be to release it again, worldwide in areas that can go see it mm-hmm. and, and have sort of some sort of control right. over, over what's going on. So, and then and again eventually and, again, they're still talking about, like, end of August, beginning of September. That's still, like, the goal. Like, Tenet is the only one right now of, like, a movie outside of of the movies that we're going to release in, like, that late summer period. Like, Tenet, Mulan, and I think there was, like, one other. Like, Tenet's the only one that's still kind of, like, setting some of the dates. Because even Mulan has, like, completely been pulled off the schedule. Right. Uh, until there's some sort of sense of, like, you know, what's going on. And you know um but tenants and and nolan is the only one that that they've kind of been more consistent on still trying to pin down some sort of date for it so because i've even like i said i've even heard like you know like august 28th or like that first week of september is still kind of a hope for them in, in american cities
1: so how do we feel about these bits of news
0: uh i mean it's it's fascinating i mean it's just one of those things where i don't know what it's there still is so many questions like we don't really know what it means until the theaters reopen because I really don't because it's obviously like you, with Universal, this does kind of go into Bond because Universal is the distributor of MGM and No time to die now. and and the Bond movies at least going forward for a little bit. So that could affect, you know, but it's also like a movie like No Time to Die if they have the opportunity to put it in theaters, they're not going to have it in theaters for two weeks and then put it on VOD. Unless, unless those numbers from like, you know, March and April were like so good that they're like, well, we can just make it at home. I think this really does affect movies more in the realm of stuff like the hunt Mm -hmm. of like kind of those random movies kind of in a lower budget kind of select, you know, more selective audience in the studio eyes. Where they can still make a nice thirty, forty million opening weekend or something, you know, have it two weeks if it kind of picks up in theaters, keep it in. If it kind of starts really dipping, oh, let's put it on VOD and Mm -hmm. get some of that crowd. I, I, I really just don't know because I think I I, again I think it's going to be a thing that it doesn't you know once theaters are kind of normally open whenever that may be. I don't think it's going to affect the huge like Universal's big blockbusters. Like Universal is not going to put Jurassic World 3 in theaters for two or three weeks and then put it on VOD. They're going to keep that movie in theaters. It's just that other kind of smaller stuff could be the possibility.
1: The, uh, here's I'll start with the Nolan Tenet story first, yes. which is something actually Cool Dude also had uh, pondered about on our social media as if this is something that blockbusters could we could see do if the model is successful here's the thing Tenet is definitely becoming the movie version of they won't let it go that it just has to wait Mm
0: -hmm. like
1: it 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 always seems like because there's a lot of talk without getting particularly into you know social stuff and politics and everything but there's a lot of talk just about the general attitude of like you know at this point isn't it just safer just to wait it out like there, like you know there's this argument there's like are certain people like kind of like like uh, pulling, pulling the plug on things too early and you're like, all right, like it may be safer to do this, that and the other and things like that as opposed to the mindset. It's like, well, shouldn't we wait until it's like completely safe to do these things and then release it in theaters? That's kind of what Tenet is becoming because you can see and it's and it's fascinating because out of all the movies to do it, like Nolan's movie. Mm-hmm. And also, like, it, it just seems so bizarre when I think about it because, like, if something goes wrong, why would you want Nolan, who frankly is like Warner Brothers, like, golden boy when mm-hmm. it comes, like, it, it's like, you know, the whole. Uh directors being specific to a studio is not really a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Nolan is the closest thing because Warner Brothers, like, they know that he's, like, their golden goose, so they just give him whatever he wants, ultimately.
0: Yeah, yeah especially with a movie like Tenet 2, which already is, like, like a movie with very much a very specific, unique, like, like, just plot and structure. I don't even know the structure, but just, like, the way... It's, it's, it's market, a Nolan movie. It's, like, a Nolan movie where it's, like, it's also, like, like it's it's even more crazy than like inception and inception was kind of an easy movie to market right which is why that movie was so successful well, and then well it's just like it's just fascinating that it's like tenant of all movies is like kind of this still the movie where it's like people have to see this
1: in theaters well, well i mean
0: I, which makes sense from nolan's perspective but still it's just like i mean, all the movies just to be the kind of the poster child of just like the studios really don't know what to do
1: well my understanding is that like in in like in like Asia I think in like China maybe Hong Kong that there's like um, that they have had theater they've had kind of a up and down with like theaters opening and closing but recently the most recent news is like they did have some theaters open and the movies that they playing were playing were like a backlog of movies so it was like Doolittle and things like that like yeah. movies that had like been out earlier so they are playing some movies but it just seems weird like why would you want Tenant to come out even in select theaters and then be like up uh, now that you can already see the news headline of like oh theaters have to close again because of like you know cases or whatever and yeah. then, and now tenants attached to that it it just seems weird and that kind of goes into this news about the theatrical window in universal because as i've always said with the nolan and tenant news it just seems weird that universal not universal warner brothers and Tenet – seem to be way more about like we have to get a movie out more so than I've heard any studio it seems like almost every studio while getting dates and everything have been way more willing to be like all right well we can't release it I mean Disney of all like studios have very much been open to like all right well like we can't release Mulan it's like well you know we'll push back Black Widow I mean to be fair too I think that we'll push back the Marvel slate
0: well, I think that Disney also had an advantage where, you know, I think more so with them, like with uh, Disney Plus, they've been able to still put things that they were going to put in theaters out. Like they just pushed Artemis Fowl on there. They put Hamilton on there. Sure. And sure. I, think, I think that's like kind of still keeping their train rolling while also kind of being like, yeah, well, we have these movies. They will, will come out at some point, like type of thing. Like it's, I mean, it's not like Tenet is gonna go, you know. No, on it, like, it, it, on like HBO Max. No, or something
1: but like what that. I'm saying is, like, all of these studios have moved. I mean, Warner Brothers put Scoob on, right? Like, well, I mean, and I, and I also think that, you know, I think that right now, I mean,
0: the, the, still the key dates for Disney or any other studio are those November December dates, right? Because those are like the movies that they do want to put out in theaters, and they all push them back. You know, again, Black Widow's there uh no time to die is there all those all those movies are are uh you know uh soul the pixar movies this year is there Like all those movies are in that realm and that's still the, the date where it's like you know once we get closer to that we're really going to see how the studios react because mm-hmm. i think a lot of the stuff that disney has moved you know they've basically moved you know like mulan has kind of had the mulan's been the only one that's kind of been the poster shot of just like you know Oh, whenever theaters reopen, we'll put it out. And then it's like, okay, well, and you know, July, end of July, August. Okay, never mind. I think that once we get towards November, and like those studios have to make decisions on No Time to Die and Black Widow and Soul and all those movies, and right. Clifford the Big Red Dog. That's going to be the more interesting thing, because otherwise, what's what's Disney been doing? Disney's been pushing. Okay, well, we're pushing everything a year. We're pushing the next Marvel movies a year. We're mm-hmm. pushing the next Star Wars movies that we're developing a year. It's just basically like. I'll just stretching it out a little bit longer. Right. It really is coming down to, like, once we get to those, once we get to October, depending on where things are, that's when the real big decisions are going to have to be made. Well,
1: to me, it's just like, here's where I would entertain the idea that the, that the, this, uh, um, possible tenant model could happen. If Europe, let's say you're like the UK, like, like, like most of the places in Europe were like, super clean like in terms of like it was like everybody was like very much on the same page or are like ah, you know it, like if europe was like new zealand mm-hmm. where it's like that is one of the few places where it's like we have zero issues here now yeah. and if it was like that and it truly was like it was not not an issue there then i do think this would be more of a possibility i could easily see them like all right we'll go with an international release in Europe, in certain regions, mm-hmm. first. But the issue with this now, because frankly, and you know the 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 reality is is that very few places are actually like that. You know, I, yeah. I know there's a lot of you know the conversation is like everywhere else in the world is like in a much better position, but very few places are in the position where it's like, all right, open up the theaters. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, <laughs> like I mean, it, it's still I, I in a position where maybe going other, to the movies I is mean, not a a thing you should do and again
0: like the other thing about the theaters is the just the main difference of like you know you're sitting in a one place yeah for two hours and i think that's like the issue because say what you will like like you know whatever you want to say about like the theme parks reopening around the world they're the one advantage that the theme parks have to open is that like they can be very strict on the rules and they can spread people out like they really can like you know there's lots of area so it's like you know, you're still moving from place to place. So at least there's kind of a concept, like if, if everybody's wearing a mask and everybody's well, outside, outside, mostly too, and also outside or like you're, you're even if you're inside, you're inside for a very short amount of time. And again, it's like easier to distance people within those places. Because right. You have like the big lines, you keep people moving, you keep people distant from each other and you can be very militant on like, you know, if, if people are eating, like wipe down the table immediately after they leave, like you can be very militant on that. And that's kind of been working for them so far. The thing about anything else like, you know, a regular restaurant or a movie theater is that you are really just in one spot for two hours. And that is, like, a number one way to, like, spread Mm -hmm. is, like, you know. And the other thing, too, is, like, again, like, the – I I will say because I keep using the theme parks because it's, like, the next kind of big example. But the other thing about them is, like, again, like, Universal and Disney and even SeaWorld – yes, even SeaWorld – have done a number of things to, like – Distance, right? It's like, you know, like Disney, the theaters, they're only letting like, you know, they, they have like seats and then they, you know, like, let's say for like the hall of presidents, they have seats and then they, they actually like say like four seats can't use them. So they're actually like completely shifting the way or they're putting plexiglass in their lines. They're completely shifting the way they, they operate. Whereas, like, theaters, it's like, if you're going to do it, you're going to have to do something like that. You're going to have to do less ticket sales. You're going to have to do, like, separated seats. You're going to
1: have to really be militant but, on that stuff. But and they, I don't know but, if the theaters can do that. But Oh, no, they can. The theaters no, will do no, that. No, they can. And, and, and to give even AMC credit, that was what they were going to do all the way back in March. Yeah, Like, that was the rule they implemented. But that does not take away the fact that, the number I don't care what anybody says. So I, I've been following this just like anybody else. Is that the number one? Th- is like one of the things they told you. They have told us not to do is to congregate in inside. Yeah, like that's just don't do it. Right. Like it, that is the one of the things they told you not to do. So regard. I guess I'm coming from the opinion that it seems like just even going into like the theater is just not a thing that can. It's just—it's just a uh, much, good conscience. Be done.
0: It's much, much harder to justify yeah. in some ways, and much harder. I just think much harder to implement
1: than than other possible reopening situations. So th- this is kind of going back to and well, it, how it, do I feel about this situation? I think that they are looking at this. I don't think this will happen unless it's a very sizable, lucrative. Um, uh, release or mm-hmm. region of release yeah. like because what I've seen it's like oh they may like release it here here and there well what would be the point of that like are you really are you gonna make the money off of it at that point and now it's out there right, and, and then like people could spoil it we know how Nolan feels about that I, I just I think this is another example of like just out loud thought on social media right. like i i and, don't feel like this is a model that will happen I but think, i could be wrong and i think we, down the line. I, I
0: think we can see both ways of just like whether or not in other countries especially will there be you know demand and i think that we've kind of seen that certain areas will people will flock in certain areas people won't flock and i think the other thing about that is you know when when the theaters the original theatrical plan for those reopenings um for you know back again when the plan was really kind of the full force like reopening stuff in july a lot of those theaters were planning kind of like test runs of just like oh here's like a classic movie or two right here come Mm -hmm. see jaws come see you know back to the future or something like that like there was a lot of test runs to see like even if if people will, will come out for some sort of event or something to that extent and I think, again, I think it's one of those things where you just don't really know. You know, I think that certain areas would flock to theaters because it's just people want the normalcy and certain, you know, and it's like you got to do that research and you got to know what audience you're going to screen it
1: for too. Oh, by the way, that's another thing that I think have we've been kind of proven on. And, you know, I, I'm going to keep my opinion of myself on it because I'm actually all always all over the place on things like this. But remember our conversation of like, well, what will be the attitude? Like, even if you opened up theaters, will people go? Like, remember, we were kind of yeah, talking about that. definitely like,
0: most American cities, people want to go.
1: Well, I don't even, I mean, frankly, I don't even see it as, like, Amer- an American city thing. I, I think that the, again, some places are different. Some pe- Some places probably wouldn't be like this, but I think, in general, the human thing now is that if you open it up, people will go yeah. to it. I mean, that has been, again, regardless of what you guys think, all most places I've seen around the world, this has been the thing yeah. where it's like as soon as you open up something, like people right. will go. And like, so I was proven. I forget what my take on that was going to be, but I definitely I think we can put that one. To yeah, play. I
0: think I think if if you know, and I, and I think it's one of those things where again, it's just what you promote or how you promote it too. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, if you do reopen theaters, you know. You're you're gonna have to, you know, put in and and promote like what you're doing to like, you know,
1: safely do it. I mean, you do. I mean, people won't care. Certain people won't care. No, they, people. no, people in general, they'll like they'll go, they'll they'll just assume you're doing what you need to do, like
0: yeah. My that's my thing too. I think it's really where I stand on it is like I am comfortable with myself, but the, the oh, that's
1: good. I'm
0: glad. Well, the, like the thing is, is like, <laughs> like with like, um, uh, you know, like the, the theater is like the one place where it's like I would definitely not trust other people to like, you know, keep masks on right. or, or do that stuff because like the the whole thing of like the places that like are open or have reopened, like the whole tenant is like, you know, essentially like zero tolerance mask policies and like you know and, and keeping a close eye on that stuff. And I just don't think the theaters, like, you're not going to have, you'd have to have someone, you know, an employee stay in the theater and right. like, watch diligently. And uh, Yeah,
1: but I'm coming from the opinion that even if it was, you still probably shouldn't be doing it. No, I understand. No, that that's kind of like, I mean, no, I, you I understand. have the compliance of it. Like, it, it, it's kind of like the way I feel about, like, when people, you know, if people want to go out to eat, which, you know, is what it is but i'm always of that opinion i don't really have a judgment on that as much as i just kind of put myself in those shoes and it's more of like every like most of these people are wearing masks and my waiters like has like a big face shield on should i be here <laughs> so even like if 50% of the people at the theater like everybody's faced away from me yeah. everybody's got mask i'm like oh man should i, I be know. here but i really have to know if Taskmaster is played by Rachel Wise i need to know see that's where i am that's honestly
0: where i am it's right. like in generally speaking it's like If I'm I'm at a place where, like, I know, like, I guess here's my thing. Like, I don't need to go out to the restaurant. I don't because I can just eat at home. Like, that's something I, you know, want to do. But, like, honestly, like, if it came down to, like, we get to November and it's, like, you know, theaters are implementing this stuff, it's, like, at least I would give it a thought. I don't know if I would go, but I would give it a thought. If, If the safety measurements are implemented... And my thing is, though, with anything that's happening, I'm not going to be among that first group. (laughs) No, because
1: only because, like, listen to yourself. Like, you're like, it's like, all right, listen, I may think about it. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't go opening day. I'm going to see how it is. Well, no, because
0: that's like, that's like the number one thing where again, you've already seen like anything that has opened up has shifted mm. things and, and, and changed things. And it's like, you know, if, if like, you know, it's like, again, it's like if theaters open in like September, like, like, let's just say for example, 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 right. It's not going to happen, but let's say theaters open September 1st, theaters open September 1st. And we have like two months Of movie theaters open, and then we get to, like, No Time to Die coming out. Right. If there's, like... If there's been, like, no issues anywhere then it's like at the point like well that's been two months right that's like a decent sample size of people going to movies and like nothing being like you know attached to it or theaters haven't closed yet like at least I'll give it like okay well I've seen that the system has worked in some capacity so that's where I am Mm -hmm. if I'm going that first week like that's like the number one time where oh there's still like you know policy and employees are still getting used to things and stuff like that that's just where i am with it and it's like the sad reality of it and i understand that's the sad reality of it but that's where i am where it's like if i have like a sample size of things happening and things being reopened and really nothing you know issues happening then then i can kind of feel more comfortable in that way whereas if i'm part of like you know if the theater opens on no time to die day I'm probably not gonna go see it right away because I just don't know no, what I those mean, theaters are doing
1: your your rationale your rationale tracks um I, I I think we may part we may diverge a little bit on this point I, no I,
0: I mean I, I think it's but it's 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 like it's just a weird topic to discuss I
1: I mean my my opinion on, on this is very much like my early days on the comic-con thing like it's just kind of like I, I just can't see it happening yeah like well here's my my criteria is different than yours. My criteria is, like, the entire, like, conversation about the whole pandemic would need to change. Like, it would need to be better across the board for me to do. And it, it, it wouldn't just be, like, oh, like, theaters have been open for, like, a month. Like, it would have to be, like, everybody's, like, mo- like a lot of people are doing a lot of other things back to quote-unquote normal like that before I even consider... I think, and I
0: think I would say, like, the theater t- experience is, is its whole other thing. Because, again, it's, like, it's, it, I mean, the, the main thing, again, is more so the being in one inside place for two hours. Sure. I think that's, like.
1: <laughs> well, you're saying that as if, like, well, there's, like, that, but that is like is the thing. No, you know? no, but that's what I'm saying. That's, <laughs> right. like,
0: is more of the thing. Right. Whereas, like, again. Just like,
1: release these movies at a drive-thru. I, I don't know why they don't consider doing this cuz it's
0: you know it's like there's not that Do you think
1: there's a possibility that that may happen? I mean like let, let's transition to cuz I do want to talk about like this um AMC thing uh r- real quick. Um because I think we're going to find that a lot of these places are going to have to have some wiggle room on how this is done. Mm-hmm. And I think this is this is why kind of like to answer that question about tenant where the tenant thing like I hate to say it but it kind of just it, as much as we joke about it it's a little sad. Like, it is. It, it's just kind of like, it, it's like, all right, well, well, we'll release here. We'll release here. We'll release sometimes. Just well, can a, we, give just give give just, me a release. It's <laughs> just a man with, with a passion. Nolan's for, like, for, Nolan's trying for to, seeing things on scratching, the big screen. getting his fix. He's like, can I just get one release? Just one release? <laughs> but like, it's just, that's kind of how I feel about it. Whereas I feel like what's going to happen have to happen is like more of like this AMC news where there's just going to have to be some wiggle room on this now right now it's only universal because i think universal was openly the theater who wanted to do this it doesn't seem like many other theaters were chomping at the bit to do that sorry the what did i say Theaters. oh sorry the studios it it doesn't seem like a lot of other studios were chomping at the bit to do it like widespread but it seemed like um universal really wanted to go for it um but how do we, how, you know, obviously the conversation is, how does this change the theater? Like, theater's going forward and everything. Um, because that's more of the interesting question and model about about all of these, about all these things. Um, yeah, I think it's just like, I, I think, you know, the movies have to get out, and I think this was like a compromise because it's like, all right, we can technically say it's been out for two weeks mm-hmm. to a point where it's like, you know, even if people don't go to see it, like, all right, it's only been two weeks. Now it's on VOD, so then everybody can see it. So it's kind of like this—I don't want to say double dip, but it's like, you know, I can easily see Universal being like, fine, okay, that that that's good, that's good with us, because two weeks is going to fly by, yeah. And then it's basically available to the world. Mm-hmm. Um, that's more of the interesting thing that I could actually see. Shorter theatrical windows, I can definitely see being a thing.
0: Yeah, I think that. I, I think that was one of those things where, you know, I think there there's an argument to be said that that was going to be inevitable since the timeline kind of got moved up mm-hmm. in some ways. But again, it's like, when you talk about like driving theaters, like you just, you know, with the, with the money on the table right now, because that's like the still the big question is like, because again, like the movies that they've put out, you know, when we were talking about the VOD movies, a lot of the ones they put out were either movies like early on in the quarantine and early on in the COVID situation, so many of them were either movies that had had their theatrical release and they just kind of got bumped up like Sonic and Invisible Man or like animated movies. Right. Like we
1: didn't, we never, we didn't. Isn't that funny? Animated movies are just like, ah, just release it at home. Which, but to be fair. like like, uh, Onward, same thing. Yeah, they're going to do it with SpongeBob.
0: Yeah. It's like, it's just like the thing is though, it's like, it's still hard to imagine that any of those big blockbuster tentpoles get that situation. Like, again,
1: there's just like, I just do not see... You mean straight to VOD or like the shorter theatrical window?
0: I think, here's my thing. Is okay, like, yeah, yeah, I, I think in this year, the shorter theatrical window thing could still be a possibility. Mm-hmm. I think once we get to like a, any world where... You know, we we the you know the pandemic stuff is... caught. Sure, of, sure. Like, it, then, like, yeah. I just don't see Universal saying, "Oh, we're gonna put Jurassic World three in theaters for two weeks and then put it available on VOD." I just don't see that world. Why not though? Cause, well, I you know what it is though. I think it's really going to depend on those first couple movies mm-hmm. and see how it actually functions and see what the money they're making and mm-hmm. like if it's comparable. Because right. I think that the thing is is like with. You know, like, we don't know the numbers on a lot of those VO, early VODs. We know they were somewhat successful, um, especially, like, because this was, like, very early on and people were really kind of staying at home and just trying to find stuff to watch. But it's, like, like if we get, like, I don't know what's, like, you know, I'm trying to think of, like, you know, like, let's say it happens with No Time to Die. Let's say No Time to Die releases in late November, all you know, things considered, gets that two-weeks window and is on VOD. By Christmas, right? Like, or, you know, right before Christmas, like it's going to be dependent on if they look at those numbers and if it's comparable to what they were going to see. And the other thing is, though, is like a lot of that's going to be dependent on how they view it within the COVID context, where it's like, oh, well, we kept it in theaters if nobody was going to theaters or theaters were only at 50% capacity or whatever it may be. Okay, well, let's just put it on VOD because it's going to be just as safe for us. But like once we get to 2021, you know, if are those numbers going to be comparable to like are you going to make a billion you know are you going to you know be able to make a billion worldwide on jurassic world 3 by having a two-week theatrical re- window and then vod right especially the other question is and i think we've discussed this all uh, in our text groups and off camera is the pricing because yes. is the pricing is going it- to be similar to what those early covid releases were where it is going to be twenty dollars oh i
1: think where i think it is possible we're looking at down the road at movies in general just being more expensive.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, but it's it's one of those things where that's always been, especially where, you know, like in, you know, California, New York, that's definitely always been the case. It'll be interesting to see on a worldwide scale, you know, in, in a world, you know, because I know that when I go see a movie, if I go ever, you know, if I ever go back home to Illinois just a general movie ticket which is cheaper Mm -hmm. to go see than than one in california and it'll be interesting to see kind of what the world is like and i also could see it like i also don't i mean it could be here's my thing too this is like i'll let you talk because i've been talking for a while i also see this as kind of you know a cyclical thing i think this will be the big thing for a while and then I think there will be an opportunity to kind of, you know, you start making the big movies events again, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of say like, Oh, you know, it's just like you kind of promote those movies as special. And then you kind of get people back out to the theater again. And then, you know, you kind of make that money. It's just kind of dependent. Cause you know, there's always been this talk too of like our, our, you know, cause there's been like legislation that would allow studios to get back into owning theaters again, mm-hmm. which could be a factor as well, you know, like or owning theater chains. Cause I know there's certain, you know, individual theaters that, that studios own and stuff oh indie it,
1: theaters are screwed
0: yeah i think it'll be my thing with the indie theaters is like the current crop are gonna really struggle at a foot all Then five years down the road there will be people that are like you know get the money to revive them in some way like i think that's going to be yeah. kind of the i think that's going to be the case i think like you know your new babs are gonna like go by fine because you will have a tarantino backing it and then i think i think it'll be kind of like yeah, they'll really struggle like twenty twenty one, twenty, twenty two once you get to twenty twenty three, it's going to be like the revival of the indie. You're going to sure. See, yeah, you're going to see that article in like the in The New Yorker or something where it's like the rebirth of the indie theater type of thing, yeah. Right? I,
1: I had this, um, we were on a group chat, and i and I had this thought that, like, i I think it is going to be interesting because I think that, the silver lining to a lot of the unfortunate stuff happening with like businesses and stuff is the possibility that within our near future, we're going to see like the boom of this like underground, like art scene because eventually it's just, you know, eventually, you know, when things do die down, whenever that will be, people will eventually just want to do that. yeah um, And there, there but, will be
0: people to push for it. Too.
1: But, but what I, what I think is that, because I'm thinking about all the movies that, you know, they're keeping their eye out on. Because I think, like, the the Bill and Ted movie, that's coming out to VOD, Yeah, too. yeah, that's VOD. I, I think what... I, thi- I think they're going to keep an eye on that. And I, and I do think that we will see them put their toe in the water with one major release. I think it's going to be tested on at least one. I don't think it's going to be, like... I think it's going to be something we don't expect. Mm-hmm. But, like... Yeah. Um... I can just, I can just see them because somebody's going to want to test it, I think. And, like, what does Universal has, you know, they have Jurassic Park uh, or Jurassic World. They're not fast movies, are they? The the fast, no, furious they, movies? No, they are, yeah. They are. I wouldn't be surprised if if one of those movies, they're like, all right, let's do it because they can make a big because they can make a big deal out of it and they'll get a lot of press by being like this is the first major release movie on yeah, VOD.
0: It, I I could see it, but I also don't know. It's like again, it's like it would be I would be shocked. I would be absolutely shocked if like Fast 9 was like in theaters
1: for 2 weeks and then on VOD. Why? Like clearly they're because- pushing for it. Why would they be pushing for it so much if you don't think they're going to, like, test the waters on it?
0: But, like, it, just, it, it is just so foreign of an idea to, like, a, you know, it's just, like, a billion-dollar movie. Right. And it also depends on, like, how this actually func- functions. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was like, whoa. Well, it's just, like, how it. It,
0: how it functions on a worldwide level, too. Yes. Like, if it is going to be something where it's, like, the the VOD stuff is more focused in America and then maybe, like, you know you know, they still make their... Because, I I mean, I guess that is part of the truth, too, is where have all these billion-dollar movies getting the majority of their money from international box offices? So if it's, like, a focus on VOD on American shores and you still put it out in Europe and Asia and it still makes all its theatrical money there, then, honestly, at that point, that's kind of not a bad trade-off. I mean... But it's just, like, I I really don't know if, uh, if... if it like a, a a a studio is really going to like cuz cuz fast 9 would be a huge movie to do it with and it would just be like it would it would literally be if they did it with fast 9 which i think is i have to double check if universal has any major releases like november december cuz that's really going to be their first major one that could that like that big that could do it if universal were to do that like that's like we're living in a whole new world like that's just it's just like it just seems like if you said that even 3 years ago it would be completely off the wall right
1: it, the the issue is is that it's hard to determine with some of these other movies that came out because it's movies like the hunt or invisible man or trolls like world tour which not to lump all those movies uh, because they are varying levels of quality, but it, it's more so because those are not really movies that you can really gain. Like, all right, what would this model? How much success can we get right. out of this model? Now, if you said something like, "Listen, you can't go to the you you may be able to go to the theaters for two weeks to get to see this port this uh, this next uh, piece of this franchise that has already proven that all of you guys love it, and you know you can get to the theater, but it's going to be out on VOD." And then I you know I I think one thing that we have learned is that it's very unwise to guess the the human trends. I think sometimes yeah, yeah. we try to we try to guess it and it's a little bit askew. So for instance kind of going back to your point about and I'm glad you mentioned it about like there will eventually be like a clamoring for like the indie scene and everything like people will eventually push for it and it will happen I I think. You know I think that it's very easy for me to say, "Yeah, people are going to be a little bit wary to go back to the theater." But I think that, well, like think about it this way: like, um, obviously, we see like you open things up, people will go. Um, I think the, the some of the the worry is that you know a lot of people, and we've seen, and sometimes I'm frustrated by this point of view too, is that everybody's like well, like why, like, why why, should I go to a theater, just regardless of pandemic or not? Like, yeah. it's like, I'll just watch it at home. And I think that a lot of people say that and mean it earnestly. That being said, I do think it's unwise to look at it as, like, nobody will go to theaters anymore. Right. Because I think we've seen, like, eventually, like, yes, will a lot of people adopt this new model of just renting the movie at home and seeing the new movie at home and... Will the theater become more of like a like a nice kind of like um, like a special experience you go to? Sure, but people will still go because I think we've seen like people just like they don't want to stay in their house all the time, right? Like, wanna, not like there's so.
0: like the the concept of dinner in a movie is like you, the, you know it's just people want to be social and that means right. and I know like people are clamoring to get together with their friends and family again and that's like a good way to do it. The other thing I would say, um about this this is kind of slightly off topic but I think this is something to consider is we're also 2020 if there is another story of film besides everything that's going on in coronavirus it's the the blooming bubble of streaming services like we've had the Disney Pluses and the HBO Maxes and you know Prime and Peacock and and Apple TV and we've kind of gathered this bubble Mm -hmm. this bubble is growing shutter is a shutter like and and then all the niche ones like shutter and Criterion, like we've had this bubble growing of the streaming services and the on-demand stuff and if there was one thing that history tells us is that if there is a bubble growing there is eventually going to be a burst of some sort Mm. and that was like the thing is like you know we talk about how history has shown that the discussion around canceling cable was okay. Well, we have Netflix and Amazon prime, so we can just watch the office on Netflix and stuff. And now we've had all these movies kind of spreading. And if there's any demand, it's like, well, you know, at some point, you know, there will be an exclusive deal with one or the other, you know, and it's just like, and one Amazon prime, or maybe we go to a different service or maybe something else brings up. And that's another thing to consider is that again, in two years down the line, How's that going to look? Is there going to be a burst of if these movies get more expensive on VOD, if it is like Jurassic World is like $25 to to rent on its like, you know, after opening weekend and eventually, you know, then you kind of go back to different means. There's always going to be a cycle and bubbles and we just don't know what that means and Mm. we don't know how it's actually going to affect because there could be a world where we see the, the VOD and putting it on the streaming services becomes more popular, but as those streaming services... You know, more money is spent on those. Eventually, people will start kind of making cuts, and and there will be the next new thing, and there will be the thing where it's like, okay, well, maybe the theaters do kind of offer maybe more of a deal because you know, oh, people are saying that staying two homes more expensive now. That's like, yeah, that's a possibility. I mean,
1: that's and, a that's a really good point. As a as a as a tiny little green older Yoda once said, "Always in motion, the future is." And
0: I just think that, like, you know, because the discussion around all these streaming services happening is was is like now buying all these streaming services again just cable again and people are joking like well what if we consolidated them into all about a thing? month
1: ago i saw the first ad that was advertising that and i was like it's finally happening where it's it was like Disney Plus, Netflix, Hulu—you can get them all under one umbrella. And I was like, "It's happening," or yeah. it was something like that, right? But, it or, was- but it's just
0: like now—it's just kind of like—and you're seeing the spread out where it's like you know all the Disney movies are slowly being moved off of of Netflix, and like you know Peacock has all its stuff, and HBO has all uh, HBO Max has all its stuff. And there's was a kind of a rush to get these out, and there's just going to be like a point where again that that bubble bursts in some capacity. And what what exactly how it bursts or what does that mean for the future of film and viewing film, there's really no answer. There's just none. Because a lot of this is whenever there's a new thing, like again, like you said, we want to kind of find the answer. We want to go back in history. And sometimes history can show us the way. Um, but there's also kind of the point where it's just life is just unpredictable and, mm-hmm. and the effects of this stuff is unpredictable. Because there's also very much the possibility that it's we've seen that we've talked about it being a success but what if that flopped what if they put fast nine on vod and it just like you know wasn't coming close to the numbers they would have had like for a general like billion dollar theatrical run like there is that possibility too it just depends on
1: what happens and how they go about it mark this date of the news episode i'm calling that universal is going to test the waters I'm not going to say with the with, with the next Fast movie, but I think with a release that would give them a more concrete sense of what this business model could be. Yeah. And I think it's going to be the news of the movie town that, like, oh, my God, they're releasing that on VOD? Like, they're, or they're going to do the two-week model and then...
0: Yeah, because it's also... Well, I also don't but know. I, I have also... to
1: read this article. Like, does that work? I guess th- that doesn't count, like, if the theaters aren't open. I, right, yeah. Like, does it? I don't know. I'd, I'd no, have to read that part. And
0: the other thing, too, is, though, it's, like, there's, you know, we've kind of also seen that the stigma, there's a certain stigma of, like, oh, it's, like, on VOD mm. is is going to be different with the theater thing, too, where it's, like, going straight to... Because there's always been that stigma. It's like, oh, it's, like, straight to VOD, like, to to a certain Universal, extent. Universal doesn't care. I know. They don't give a shit. As long as they're making money, they right?
1: to put it... No, I'm just saying, like, listen, No, but, if,
0: I mean, that's the purpose. Listen, I... Listen, but that's it the may thing, sound like, like well, I'm being what, defeatist sorry, about theater. Well, no, I'm just saying that the stigma has kind of stopped. Oh, yeah. No, because I'm saying that, like... Well, yeah, well, because well, now, like, that's like, the now, only way people can see movies. <laughs> well, no, but I'm, what I'm saying is, like, the thing is, is, like, we've seen with these... We've seen, I think, the streaming services pointing out stuff on their VOD... I I I I know it's just I know it's we're talking about movies, but I think that like the stuff that like I honestly think that stuff like what Amazon Prime is doing with their original content, what Netflix has done with original content, has slowly changed what we think of straight to video or straight to direct service or whatever. Whereas
1: now, oh sure, yeah, it's the same thing of like saying like how like you know earlier like back in back in the day like TV wasn't the prestige it is now. So now the whole going on to a streaming service is more... Right, where
0: it's like, you know... You use the exact example exactly. I mean, like they're, back, d- back I mean, they're in the getting day. Emmys now. Yeah. Like, back in the day, like, if a major movie star went to do a TV show that was like, oh, well, like, you know, he's just trying to, like, you know, kick some work and, like, you know, maybe hopefully it'll revitalize America so we can go back to movies. Whereas now, like, you know, people strive to be on a TV show. And it's like, like, you know, when Netflix was first starting, obviously the big thing was like, oh, like, you have all these old movies to watch. But now, like, you know, Netflix is kind of knowing that that's going away. But it's like, so they do make these, like, million-dollar deals with Adam Sandler. And, like, they, take, they, they get, like, all the Adam Sandler movies that you would have seen in theaters mm. are, like, on Netflix. Lucky or, us. You know, or, you know, it's like, oh, like, instead of doing, like, you know, Jack Ryan in theaters, we're going to see Jack Ryan on, like, on VOD in a, in a series. And it's right. like, I know, like, series are different and, like, the, the, the talk around TV is different. But I just think that that, in general... And the quality of those shows and the quality of the movies feeling like real movies and starring real movie stars. And sorry for all those, like, not movie stars that are in, like, you know, <laughs> shitty VOD. But, right, like, right. like when it, a movie mean. stars Adam Sandler, you're like, okay, well, I know Adam Sandler. I know David Spade. I know kevin james like i know all these like major like these guys have been charlie
1: Theron was just in that like old guard like netflix movie right
0: and and there's all that sort of stuff and even um you know so that's like i think that's part of it too is like i think that there is less of a trepidation to put that stuff and to test those waters oh oh, yeah because because i think that there is more perception of like that's part of the industry now but again, that's also a bubble that can still burst, and it's easy for to see that bubble bursting.
1: I, uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, can I wrap up with uh, an actual piece of Godzilla news? Yeah, because uh, because that was funny
0: because that was like what we were talking about like going in. Yeah, but bit. that
1: that ended up being way more interesting. No, I
0: mean it's it's a bigger
1: and wider discussion. So, yeah. um, yeah. So, um, Skull Crawlers maybe and uh. Godzilla versus or Kong versus Godzilla? No, yeah. Godzilla versus Kong did it again.
0: Right. Well, but, I mean, it's just it, it, it feels it's just like Kong versus Godzilla. It just feels
1: like if it, it goes, it flows off the tongue a little bit. King better. Kong
0: versus Godzilla, like it does. Like well, you see, you have the A at the end right. with that, and it's like Godzilla versus Kong. It's just a harsh.
1: Um, but uh, anyway, yeah. So uh not as much kind of stuff came out from the Godzilla front. Um, on uh from the the Comic Con at home. Um, there were a few things like art pieces. Mondo did a few things. Um, yeah. stuff really like
0: wasn't. That. I mean, I know like the big thing. Honestly, the biggest thing at Comic Con this year was like toy stuff. Like most right. of the most of the movie stuff, like if or most of the kind of the wider pop culture stuff was a little bit more kind of low key. For the Comic Con at home, I felt like
1: oh, SH Monster Arts is uh, r- uh, redoing a BioLante. Yeah, figure, I saw that, which is pretty awesome. No,
0: because I saw like a lot of the news that I saw was you know like the toy stuff, like Godzilla wise. I saw like you know all the new Turtle announcements from NECA and and all the like you know Mattel announcements and stuff like that. So it's like I saw like a lot more. That's another
1: big piece of toy news is that NECA uh, doesn't have the Godzilla license anymore. No, um, yeah, I was which
0: is to- a shame because they do good work.
1: No, I think they were doing kind of. They were doing really good work. But one of the things that I was I was talking with a friend of the podcast, Patrick, and uh, we were talking about how it's kind of a shame that other than the King of the Monsters line, they didn't do any other monsters except for Godzilla's, which was cool because it made an affordable way of yeah. collecting all the Godzilla's, but. It also, it was funny that we had that conversation, and then, like, a week later, NECA's like, oh, yeah, no, what we have is basically in stock, and that's it. There's no yeah, cause, that especially
0: because to see, like, what NECA has been doing with, like, their Ninja Turtles line and how deep they're going. Um, but that's also, like, I, I guess that, like, you know, obviously, I think there is a little more of the market for, for the Ninja Turtles, especially with the nostalgia for it right now. Well, um, s- but it's just, like, you know, you could have easily seen doing some doing really cool stuff with it because they've 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 announced some really like obscure turtles characters so you could imagine them like putting out like a really cool like jet jack wire or like uh you know like a like a uh a gabra like a, a gabra like manila two pack or mm-hmm. something like that like they could have there there was a lot of potential there and it's sad to see that it like probably won't be reached um
1: but uh speaking of toys um one so yeah we got a more uh, comprehensive look at the uh, toy line for um Godzilla vs. Kong coming out and uh who snuck up in that lineup other than none other than a skull crawler toy which is kind of cool because i don't think there's many skull crawler toys uh, so that would be kind of cool to see but it made me think like oh are we going to see a skull crawler in, in i mean this, it would uh, make sense if some part of the movie takes
0: place on uh, skull island yeah. like that's definitely like even if it's like a small little fight scene that reintroduces Kong or something like that. Like that's really easy. Well, we also to have imagine. talked about
1: like what is the scope of monsters that we're going to see. I mean, I'm not uh, ruling out that we'll see Rodan again. Like because like we, like we,
0: again, we've seen you know from the end of King of the Monsters, we saw the whole thing of just like the monsters are congregating towards Skull Island. So there's easy a possibility to see a number of different monsters in like the skull, whatever skull Island portion of the movie that we,
1: we see. I should say the only problem with Rodan is I don't know if that's a rights thing though. Like if they have to pay for Rodan again, get him in the movie
0: i, I you know i'm sure Like, uh, it's one of those things where it's like if that was a plan i'm sure that would have been in the deal to like use rodan mm-hmm. i'm sure like if like uh, the con you know rodan's contract would have been like a two film deal or something <laughs> like i'm sure that's like one of those things where you
1: plan they, that, they like- don't do the marvel method they don't get monsters for like the the five five movie deal or whatever yeah um but yeah so that was cool and then there was actually more information of there were more not leaks but like confirmations of like other monsters that may appear in the film but a lot of sites have been kind of putting a spoiler alert on that so I, I won't mention it here but yeah it's
0: kind of that's where it gets hard especially with like you know you've the history of like movie toys it's like you got to be careful like what you see and, and and certain companies will be more careful with how they you know market but then
1: bringing back because you're right because there could be a sense of like well they just need a toy line so like let's put the skull crawler in there but it's just very fascinating but, that they did bring the skull crawler i mean it
0: is like a legendary original monster too, so it wouldn't have any of the issues you would have with like you know re-bringing back rodan or or bringing in another uh you know toho monster that is like a thing but i i i feel like i mean i i wouldn't be surprised like again it doesn't have to be like a huge portion of the movie it doesn't have to be like oh the skull crawlers are the villains again but like a quick fight scene to, like, show, like, Kong's strength and, like, set him up for that fight with Godzilla on the battleship. Like,
1: it's easy to see, and it's easy to, like, see, like, well, you just make a toy out of that. I wouldn't mind, like, a maybe there's, like, bad human guys, and then they're, like, maybe when they're escaping, like, they unleash a bunch of skull crawlers, and that's the only, that's, like, their cameo in the movie. Mm -hmm. I just think an appearance by them would be a fun kind of, like, coming full circle. Yeah. Because I I am kind of getting the sense that, like, this may be a somewhat of a closing chapter of the monster verse until whatever they want to do with it next mm-hmm. so it'd be kind of fun to see them appear in like some capacity
0: yeah it's like the end of phase one of the monster verse
1: right yeah um all right well that's i mean that's really all i had to say oh um uh the one other thing i did want to give a shout out to is uh, artist uh matt frank of the uh neo godzilla project mm-hmm. or godzilla neo um i uh, was doing a bunch of art um over the comic con weekend and one of his uh pieces was a um, showa era um you saw you saw this right no. i posted we were po- I posted about this all on the social media you didn't see it oh no no yeah yeah, yeah. he he did cuz he was selling it he was also going to sell it as dvd covers mm-hmm. oh posters. that's what that was yeah. okay okay so, now i know what you're yeah, talking about yeah so uh, he uh, he did like kind of like a huge banner where it was like a godzilla silhouette with like all of the Showa era monsters and their designs and, uh, including like Manila and Gabra and Kumonga and, and yeah. early Showa era Ghidorah. Um, he even had like little Easter eggs. Like there was, um, a very obscure reference that even I had to look up, called I believe like the Mystery Bones, which is in um, Godzilla or uh, which is in Mothra versus Godzilla, like the the Showa era one. And they go to Infant Island, and then there's like a, a skeleton of like a weird turtle. And it's kind of like in that, like, what could that be? Like, it's like right, yeah, yeah, yeah. very much like the crate dragon from uh from Star Wars. Like, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, what is that? Even that's in there. So yeah. it's like these all these little Easter eggs. So I thought that was really fun, and I thought that was really cool that you know it, it was funny because as you know, my first DIY project of the of the quarantine was to um make custom cases for all of my Showa era d- uh, Criterion discs. Yeah. So I didn't need it, but it was kind of cool that they were doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um cool all right well um that, that that's it uh, i hope you enjoyed us uh yeah. giving you some news i, wish some I, I mean and i wish there were the cool
0: bond things to talk about but yeah. there
1: i mean every day is just one more day that we wonder it's like man is it going to be a virus plot <laughs> yeah is it <laughs> well i get like i was gonna buy the Drac shirt and then you sent. oh wait did we mention that last time we did yeah. okay all right yeah
0: well i was gonna buy it mm-hmm. and then you sent me that black hole shirt and i was oh, like oh right i have to, I have to buy that right. So i'm sorry about that no, I mean it's fine. Yeah, I mean I'm, I'm, I, I'm sure that Drax shirt will be there for eternity. Yeah.
1: All right.
0: Well, uh, hope you guys enjoyed that one. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're back to the news. Uh, we'll have another episode. Uh, we'll do the Saint. Yeah. Next week. All right. Bye. Bye.